Hello, Marketing Blabs listeners, and welcome to a special edition of our podcast, Team Blab. In these bonus episodes, we'll chat with the incredible team at Marketing Labs, the masters behind the scenes who work tirelessly to bring you the best digital marketing performance, strategies, and insights for your business. We'll dig into their unique stories, discover what drives their passion for marketing, and of course, uncover some interesting facts and surprises along the way. So sit back, relax, and join us as we take you on a journey through the world of digital marketing from the inside out, one extraordinary team member at a time. Today's Team Blab, I have Stephen Pownall with me, our senior SEO strategist. Easy for you to say. It's always a tongue twister for me, that one. I can't get it. I can never get it right. But he's here. Hello. He's ready to go. Are you ready to go? I'm ready to go. Looking suave. Thank you. I put this on just for you. <laughs> just for this interview. <laughs> just for the interview. So... I guess we should start, shall we? Hmm. Do you want to tell me a little bit about yourself? What What was your first job? My first job. I'll start there. Does a paper round count? <laughs> <laughs> paper round does count. Yeah. Did uh, you have a little bike that you went round on? I did. I had um, I had a BMX of all things. Could you imagine? <laughs> I had a BMX. Did you? Bright yellow one. Oh, mine was. I think mine was black, black or grey. Did you have the, the little, little little pegs? Pegs on the back. I did. Yeah. <laughs> Did some little, little tricks. Stood up, I could stand on the pegs and <laughs> glide down the road just on the pegs. Oh, no brilliant. one riding. How much did you get paid for as a paper boy? <laughs> um, twelve pound a week. Twelve quid a week. Twelve pound. That's a... not a bad wage as a. That's how old were you? Yeah, I was just, uh, helped my mate do his paper round when I was twelve, and then got my own at thirteen. I think. <laughs> nice. So when I was helping him, I think I got like three pound a week. <laughs> So it's not He'd even just give work. you a cut. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> was it just a local postie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We um, it was quite funny actually because we could have like a tab at the at the news agents. So if we ever wanted any sweets during the week, they'd take it out of our wages. <laughs> so there's a few weeks where you'd come out with like three pound fifty, where you've spent like you know however much on uh, on sweets throughout the week. <laughs> spent all your wages on bonbons. Yeah, brilliant. I mean, an hour doing the paper round for two pound a day. It was. That's not bad. Effort, I mean, at thirteen, you, you you're laughing. Aren't you? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. When did you leave school? Then, obviously, eighteen. Did you stay on for college or? Yeah, so I uh, left school at sixteen. Went on to college. Did a public service course because at the time, so I did all right at school. Came out with, with a handful of GCSEs, and then went on to college. Did a public service course. Because I want to be a fireman of all things. Um, <laughs> I'd, love, I'd pay good money to see you in a fireman's outfit. I mean, I have. Have you got one? Worn a fireman's oh. outfit, but not, not to put out fires. No, no. <laughs> so what? What changed? What? Nothing particularly changed. I, when I finished at college and came out, the fire service weren't taking on, mm. and I'd been in like that routine for eighteen years. You know, I'd just turned eighteen, finished college. You know, you get up in the morning, you go to school, go to college, come home, and I, I had a bar job, a, a part time at a local kind of miners' welfare, and I couldn't just live a life even though i was only 18 i couldn't just have like a few bar shifts i needed and mm. needed to do something start getting into a proper career yeah exactly so i always enjoyed kind of office like office and computer stuff at school and college 
So I went down that route, started looking for apprenticeships. Mm-hmm. And I ended up working for a, a charity in Nottingham called Self-Help Nottingham. Okay. Yeah, doing a business administration apprenticeship, managing kind of like their, keeping their database up to date, keeping the website up to date. So they kind of replicated their database online, picking up the info line. So a bit of background on Self-Help Nottingham. They are a charity that helps support groups. So, you know, mm-hmm. like your Alcoholics Anonymous, obviously being the big one. But there were, even back then, this, we're talking 12 years ago, they had about 250 support group mm. in the Nottingham and Nottinghamshire area. Every, everything from diabetes to cancer support to bereavement support to mental health support. And all of these support groups, basically, we, we helped them. We helped them potentially find grants, find premises. We gave them a bit of awareness, you know. We created an off, online and offline directory for them. And then when people phoned in, wanting support we could point them in the right direction so it was a really rewarding job but yeah that was that was the route i took initially nice. um, but like i say nothing really changed from the fire service it was just the fact that they weren't taking on and then i kind of started to a different path yeah we'll go down is that where you path. found your uh, love for spreadsheets it was where i got my first proper hands-on experience with spreadsheets and a, a business environment mm. i love them at school i love them at college i love them now, <laughs> love them now yeah <laughs> nothing wrong with a good spreadsheet but no yeah I, I started i ended up getting a new boss there who was more kind of marketing driven mm. and she kind of took me under her wing and we started doing a lot of offline marketing kind of you'd be happy to know a bit of graphic design a bit of leaflet and flyer design nice. what did you use paint no, I use InDesign, Illustrator, and Photoshop. Wow. Yeah, I've got a few qualifications in those. What, you what? you always laugh at me. <laughs> what, I, tra- what, I was uh, trained on those. What was what will have been the the version you used? CS five was it? CS, it was. It was five. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, good old CS five. The other days, it's all CC now. Isn't yeah. It? All um, cloud. So, did you do anything after you'd finished your apprenticeship? Then, did, I'm guessing you got got into a proper first job. Sort of yeah, thing. so I stayed on for a bit. I was there for about two and a half years, so probably a year and a half after the apprenticeship. Like I say, new manager came in and kind of went more marketing side. So I was doing helping with the website. We got a new website, doing a lot of like say offline marketing, but also social media, email, mm. little bit of content. Started to learn very basics of kind of content optimization from the SEO side of things. But then I was made redundant. Being a charity, we lost some funding, so we had to make cutbacks. I, I was one of those, unfortunately. So I then had a bit of experience in all different areas of marketing, or a lot of areas of marketing, but I wasn't a specialist in any. So I was applying to different jobs, and that's where I ended up getting a job for a, a company, an e-commerce business, mm. and that's where I met our CEO, CEO Matt. Mm. You've worked with Matt for quite a few years Yeah, now, ne- yeah. nearly 10 years now. Good effort. So yeah, at that point, Matt Who kind of... deserves the medal more, him or you? Me, I think. <laughs> I'm glad you're honest. Um, <laughs> no, um, you know, he he kind of took me under his wing from a kind of e-commerce point of view. He let me train in kind of what areas I wanted. And I kind of started to move more into the SEO, started mm. to move more into kind of both technical and content side of things. But in that position where I first worked with Matt, we basically managed the entire e-commerce website. We had a complete in-house team from ads to SEO to content to graphic design. Did everything from the product product management to mm. yeah ev- everything really from from the e-commerce side. We it was a it was a nice business. We helped them grow from I think at the time like thirty grand a month, and then by the time we left, it was about 
300 grand a month something wow. like that so it was a yeah. lot of growth in two and a half years yeah that's a great effort so i guess did that feed your love for seo and then where you are now with marketing labs yeah and- exactly so i moved on from there and went to an outdoor clothing company they they had seven kind of outdoor clothing brands and again from the e-commerce side of things at that point i worked or kind of managed two or three of the brands and kind of managed everything from the strategy to the budget you know, briefing in designers, briefing in content writers, managing the socials, the ads, the SEO, and did every aspect for, for three out of the seven of the brands. And then I was, I think I was there for just under two years. Mm. And then Matt had set up an agency. In the, in the meantime, he set up an agency and he always wanted me to go back. So at the start, he kind of offered me a little bit of work while I did a bit of freelance stuff. And then eventually he was offering me that much work that he just pulled me across permanently. Nice. And yeah, now I've been here yeah, nearly, you are. nearly six years later. I've been wow. working my way through <laughs> SEO <laughs> clients SEO after SEO clients. <laughs> no, it's um, it's always nice to see someone so passionate about SEO. You and Matt obviously love it. But what, what would you say is the biggest challenge with SEO or the di- most difficult part? Of SEO itself, I would probably say keeping on top of all the changes. I mean, it, mm. it, it's forever changing. It's an industry where... Google can just one day update its algorithm and something that you were doing that was working well and it was the right thing to do six months ago may no longer be the same. Mm. You know, it may you may then have to tweak how you're, appro- how you're approaching things and then obviously explaining that to a client, uh, it can be quite oh, difficult. Yeah, I mean, SEO is quite difficult sometimes to explain to clients that don't understand because in other lines of work like yours, graphic design, there's a product at the end, you know, mm. you've got a nice website that's mm-hmm. you know brilliant you visually yeah and people like that not all aspects of seo have a visual element that you can show them and especially yeah. when you have to explain that the growth won't come instantly it might come in three six nine months mm. it's not a quick win you've got to it, you know it, it's difficult to explain that to them mm-hmm. now i can imagine that's quite hard to be fair um, yeah yeah did did you always want to work in digital then or is it just natural um, I think it was just progression, really. I think when I got into it, like I said, 12 years ago, it, it, even at that stage, you could see that offline marketing was not mm. not necessarily dying, but, but it, it was becoming, it, it, it was slowly kind of fading away. Mm. Like I say, at my, at my first job at the charity, there was a lot of kind of leaflets, a lot of directories, a lot of flyers, mm. but everybody... Even now, everybody just Googles stuff now. That that has been the natural progression. And I, I don't really keep in touch with too many people from that first job. And, and the ones I do don't work there anymore. But I could imagine that info line. So, so I'm not sure if I mentioned that there's a phone line. And part of my job role was also picking that up. So mm-hmm. when Some you're... Tough, tough, tough Oh, God, yeah. There was, um, there was a lot of... It was supposed to just be a, a helpline to kind of point people in the right direction for, for mm-hmm. support groups. But as you can imagine, it became a bit of a support line. Mm. Not quite like the Samaritans, but it, it, sometimes it was difficult. But I can imagine the phone numbers, uh, the numbers of phone calls, sorry, I, I can imagine they're a lot lower now than mm. than they were 12 years ago because people would just Google it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I just kind of took a natural progression into, into digital, really. Was there anyone in particular that maybe helped you or inspired you to to do it at the time i mean i've been fortunate i mean 
all of my kind of line managers have you know they've all been great but obviously matt being one of them you know helping me kind of carve my way into digital but even previously to that the the line manager that kind of came in and stepped in at self-help when when she kind of her name's tony she she brought me in uh, kind of brought me under her wing when i was when i was 18 19 and kind of kind of sparked that love for marketing really so even though not she didn't necessarily get me into digital she kind of got me into marketing yeah taught me the techniques the strategies got me using a lot of the tools that i still use today you know she she put me through training on on different things and you know she she was excellent and then i was then made redundant but i had a skill set that i could then take elsewhere and from there i've obviously built up my career to where i am now yeah it's always nice when you've got someone who's sort of taking you under the wing and showing you the ropes and oh, giving absolutely. you the confidence that you need when you go into proper work. Oh, absolutely, yeah. So we've learned where you are in your career and how you got to where you are. Paper round to senior SEO strategist. Yep, that's going to be on my headstone. Chucking <laughs> 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 papers at people and then analysing data, yeah. Did you have any... I'm, I want to learn more of a personal side oh so so the paper on bmx isn't enough it's, <laughs> no, you, you need it's more not, i want to i want to go deeper all right did you have any nicknames at school i did i've got a i had a few <laughs> don't have um i mean the only one that stuck's Pownal, my surname um there was some questionable ones yeah some variations <laughs> off Pownal, but um we don't need to discuss need but to uh, brilliant everyone has a dodgy nickname at some point oh absolutely interesting one it's a little bit cheesy but if you could maybe turn back time and tell your 18 year old self one thing what do you think it'd be (laughs) bit cheesy but i would just tell my 18 year old self to take all the savings out of the bank and uh pump it into bitcoin (laughs) (laughs) and then at this point you'd be on a probably on a yacht yeah yeah we'd be doing this interview you'd be a millionaire via zoom yeah probably wouldn't even know me no that's true no yeah but anyway, you'd be rich as hell. You would have designed the logo for my yacht. <laughs> Pownal. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me, what do you do outside of work? Have you got any any hobbies? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big sports fan. Mm-hmm. I love love football. Don't play anymore, but I love uh, still love watching. Even though I'm a Liverpool fan and we're having a dreadful season, <laughs> it's still. Um... <laughs> Where do you think you'll finish? Oh. I don't want to say. <laughs> There's a big difference between where I want us to finish and yeah. where I think we're going to finish. Probably top six if we're lucky. Mm. Probably a stretch at that yeah, now. Stretch, you never know. Um, yeah, love love football. Love watching. I, I've just started getting into Formula E. Started oh, watching really? that. Nice. Yes. Yeah. What's the difference between that and Formula One? Apart from being electric cars. Yeah, electric cars. The shorter races. I never got into Formula One. The races were a bit too long for me. Mm. Um, the tracks seem a bit shorter. It's all a bit... Because they can drive in like town centres and stuff. Mm. Um, so it's all a bit kind of closer, tighter, more crashes and a bit more action, a bit more overtaking. Nice. I'd always fall asleep watching Formula One. Yeah. it's. I, I, I'm not going to pretend I'm an expert. I've only watched the last two or three seasons. So I'm just trying to get into it. It seems all right so far. Nice. You're from like Nottingham way. I'm surprised you support Liverpool. To be fair, yeah. I mean, I've always followed Notts County as well. My granddad was a Notts County fan. My brother's a Notts County fan. He used to take me all the time when I was a kid. Season ticket for like five years. But I, 
I don't know. I've just always supported Liverpool, like ever for, ever since I was a kid. I can't even say it's a glory fan because we didn't have much glory back then. But I think when I was a kid, I got given a marble with the Liverpool <laughs> logo on. Um, and the, yeah, it just went from there. I ended up, I think I bought my first Liverpool shirt at Car Boot or something, which was like an adult's large. And I was about... Wearing it like a tent. Yeah, exactly. I was like a seven-year-old, um, three-foot seven-year-old. So Have you still got the marble? I don't know. That'd be a... Good thing I'll try and find that. Yeah. Um, what's your morning routine look like? I normally get up around half six, seven ish, take the dog for a walk, come back, have a cup of tea, have a shower, brush my teeth, do my hair, the normal little bits, and then I'll have my vitamins and listen to the news and then head off for work. Nothing too exciting, really. No, no. I don't go for a swim or go to the gym at five o'clock. I, I go to the gym when I get home from work. I mean, it's very different to Josie's morning routine. She, when she told me this, she literally just falls out of bed and gets in a car. <laughs> <laughs> so what about films? What, what, what are your favourite films? Uh, I like action. a bit of everything, like action, a bit of comedy. I'd say all-time favourite film, I'd probably have to say fight club i think mm, nice. i like the fact that you can every time you watch it you just spot something new that you didn't see the first time or the yeah. tenth time it's yeah cracking film that's a good choice to be fair. don't make them like they used to tommy no no films aren't the same anymore what about obviously you've said sports yeah um sports uh got a so obviously my dog we've i've just moved house to mm. in the middle of nowhere nice countryside walks with him so yeah, take Clifford for a walk. He's not really a puppy anymore. No. It's just a pain. Um, <laughs> just started getting into gardening. So yeah, just moved house. Oh, I mean, a lot really? of my time at the moment is just doing the house up and getting yeah. the garden into shape. Mm. What, Got what are you doing in the garden? Are you growing anything or is it just... Yeah, well, I'm trying to get it to a nice standard... Um, got a quite a big birthday this year so i'm gonna have a big kind of garden party and is it the big 3-0 it is the big 3-0 yeah oh. but yeah no we've got a little greenhouse little herb herb patch little vegetable patch so yeah we're growing a few bits or trying to at least not long mm. planted them so we'll see if they come you up and supply the office with all their veg that they need then. yeah i mean i've got some hopefully some cucumbers some tomatoes some mm. onions and peppers and garlic and potatoes and all you need next is just like a little chicken running around, pop a few eggs out. Yeah, I mean, we've we've spoken about it. I just don't know if the dog would get on with them. <laughs> yeah, Clifford probably just... <laughs> just chase it, I think. Yeah. He'll just chase it yeah, around. you get a little pen for it, and then he'll just stand and guard it, won't yeah, he? Yeah, you need more than one, though, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, probably. Mm, and they'll probably be Especially noisy. Especially with your, the amount of eggs you eat. I do go through a lot of eggs, yeah. yeah. Probably about 12 to 15 a week. Wow. It's quite a, a lot of eggs. It's a lot of eggs, yeah. Speaking of eggs, what about your favourite foods? What kind of foods <laughs> do you like? I like eggs. <laughs> um, if it's go if we're going down the meal route, I'd probably say I do like a carbon. I like a lot of Italian, like a carbonara, pastas, mm, pizza. Different. Yeah, um, I, I can. I'm not too bothered about pizza. I'm not a big doughy person. Mm. So pizzas or burgers and stuff are not really, They don't really bother me. I do like a nice steak though. Ooh. Yeah. yeah steaks are good. Especially choice. if you've got a nice sauce and it's cooked right. What's your source of preference when you have a steak? I go through them all. I go through phases. I mean, I, originally I was just a peppercorn sort of guy, but now a bit of like red wine sauce mm. or. Nice. Yeah, anything really. So, a couple of 
off the wall questions now. I've labelled oh. them on here. Oh, okay. If you could live anywhere in the world, where where do you think it'd be? I'm not sure, actually. I've not travelled as much as I'd like, so I can't really say somewhere that I've not been to because it might look great on pictures, but it might not no, be. That'd be as good. Yeah. yeah, I did enjoy Italy. Maybe somewhere in Italy, good food, yeah. good good food. If you like carbonara, you'd, yeah, you'd be sound exactly. There. Yeah, yeah. So I'd probably say there. Yeah, I'm sure there's in Italy. The less tourism, the better. Yeah, <laughs> nice quaint little village. Or yeah, something. exactly. Yeah. Hence why I've just moved out into the middle of nowhere. Get away from just, people. Just get away from everyone. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. What about if you could have a a coffee Ooh. with anybody in the world? It could be dead or alive. Okay. Who do you think you'd you'd take out for a, a nice flat wine? Oh, I've got to take them out and pay them. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, you're paying. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I'm gonna go at this at a different angle than I think most people would answer it. Because I'm I'm not really that bothered about necessarily meeting celebrities or big names. I as you've gathered, I'm a bit of a an, an introvert. Let's say I, I'm not really that bothered about kind of seeing those people. So I'm gonna go at a bit of a sad angle and maybe say because I've lost all of my grandparents. Mm. So I'd probably say one of those. I wouldn't be able to choose, but if I had to choose, probably my granddad on my dad's side because I never met him. Oh, that's quality. Um, yeah. Something like that, I think. Yeah. Have a nice chat and learn all the stories. Exactly. About your dad. Yeah. Exactly. I bet there'd probably be loads. Of oh, there'd be loads. Yeah. <laughs> No, that's a good one to be fair, because not a lot of people will go at that angle. Learn loads, loads from um, family members. Yeah, exactly. Oh, here's a good one. If if you won lottery, okay, you got ten million pounds in the bank. Nice. You don't have to go through the full lot, but what do you think you'd spend it on? Oh, do you want all or my would receipts? You save it all. <laughs> um, uh, I'd be a bit boring. I think I'd, you know, do. Sp- sensible things like pay off the mortgage my yeah. parents want to kind of downsize into a little bungalow so i'd probably buy them a bungalow maybe a nice car a few nice holidays but nothing crazy i don't think hmm. maybe go down to like three days a week instead of a five day week but <laughs> yeah something like that sounds <laughs> like yeah you still have to work would you still work if you? i wouldn't? think i would yeah. yeah i'd probably i would either go down to like two or three days mm. or completely stop and take up like some charity work or something yeah yeah, you'd have to do something, wouldn't you? Yeah, you, I, I can't f- just sit around. I, I can't, can't do it. You could play golf. I'm not very good, though. You're better than Matt. Well, that's not hard, though. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear, that's funny. I think I, I could get it to the green. I think I'd struggle to put. That's my problem. Yeah. Or that used to be my problem when I played. Putting's the hardest bit, mm. I think. It's it's horrible. Nice. There's some good, good answers there, to be fair. <laughs> Especially the coffee one. I like that. Can you give any advice to someone looking to start a career in digital marketing start as a fireman no, I'm, <laughs> don't uh, don't do seo <laughs> <laughs> just work hard i mean if you know what you want to do i wouldn't necessarily say you've got to go down like the uni route or or a mm. college route but try and get a bit of a hands-on experience hands-on, yeah. um you know i'm not saying don't do a qualification at the same time but if you can find an apprenticeship there's loads of them now doing different like every topic mm. I would personally go down that route again if I was to to do it again. And yeah, I mean, I've been lucky, like I say, I've been lucky that I've had some great line managers that have Mm. helped me and pointed me in the right directions and allowed me the time and freedom to train and learn what I want to do. So yeah, I I mean, you can't just get that. But if you know what you want to do, if you know which route you want to take, start looking into, there's plenty of resources out there, start looking at... um, Yeah. 
and, and like I say, I think hands-on is the one really isn't it. Yeah, I mean, same as same as graphic design. You can't mm. you can't just pick up a textbook no. and necessarily learn it. You can learn the the theory behind it. Yeah, but you need that practical Practice. element. Yeah, knock out all the designs you can. Or in your case, break as many websites as you can. I like to <laughs> say <laughs> I do as well. I fix them after. Yeah, <laughs> mainly um, fix them. I'm gonna to have to fetch some of my uh, documents in that I uh, yeah, that I designed when I was <laughs> younger. It's probably be like I look back at some of my old designs and they're not great. Oh, I was gonna say mine were quite good. <laughs> I mean, for somebody that's oh, not a graphic okay. designer, they're not bad. <laughs> no, that's. A good I mean, effort. I always remember just going slightly off topic again when I was at the charity self help Nottingham we create the uh, offline directory. Mm. I always remember I went to my local GP and it was on his shelf and I'd helped. Like put, I'd put that help put that together. Yeah. Put all the information in it. Rang around, updating all of the data in it, so making sure all of the contacts are up to date, making sure all of the groups are up to date. Had a bit of a, a say on some of the visuals, and it was just there, sat on a shelf. And he, I mentioned it, and he said, "Yeah, I point people to these groups when they come in with because obviously support groups and talking about issues and things is obviously a great way of mm. helping so it was that was quite nice it's always see. nice to see when you've designed something in like a brochure or yeah and you see it out in the street or yeah, yeah, yeah. i mean i can imagine you've probably done like like logos and stuff that have ended up on vans and oh, shop yeah. fronts it's, it's that you've then see seen that sort of yeah. Stuff. yeah it's when you see it all come together for i can remember one of my first ones which was like a a little coffee shop in the centre of Sheffield and yeah. did all the branding from signage to the cups to the brand to the cup uh, takeout cups and things mm. like that. And when you see it, it's like I did that. Yeah, it's, it's good. It, interesting one. This could go anywhere. What <laughs> What should I have asked you? But I didn't. Um, I mean, you've asked me a lot. I mean, the only thing you probably haven't asked is my bank details. But, <laughs> um, Send them through. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think Long card, um, please. I think you've asked, yeah, yeah, pretty much everything. Nice. Anything in particular that you're looking forward to in the future, moving forward, or any holidays or career stuff? What, what, anything you're looking forward to? Um, I mean, from a career front, I mean, obviously there's a there's a big wave of AI at the moment that's mm -hmm. obviously impacting the marketing world and SEO, and yeah, that'll be exciting to see where that ends up. I'm obviously turning thirty in a few months. Big party going abroad for that. Nice. Well. Going abroad and then having a party when I get back. Where are you going abroad? Uh, my friend's got a timeshare, just a little timeshare in Grinkin area. So oh. it's just a nice little lads lads break. Oh, nice. Um, be good. Yeah, should be nice. Um, and then maybe, I think we may be going to Scotland later in the year as well. But hopefully just renovating the house. Hopefully by the end of the year, that'll be in a, a nice position. Mm. So that Yeah, lots, lots to look forward yeah. to. There. AI will definitely be an interesting one. And you turn into it. Mm. Welcome to the club. Not looking forward to that one. At least you're not forty, like Matt. That could, yeah, that, <laughs> that, yeah. There's a silver lining there yeah. somewhere. <laughs> somewhere, yeah. Well, thank you for um, for coming on. Have you enjoyed it? I have. Yeah, it's been good. Yeah, it's been good. Thought it'd be interesting to learn more about the uh, paperboy. Yeah, the paperboy slash nearly fireman slash. I mean, I did, I did apply to be a fireman. But I did. Uh, I got to the last stage. <laughs> I think something like twelve hundred applied, and I got to the last oh. seventy. So I did all right. Yeah, did all right. I mean, well, I didn't get taken on. No. But here we are. Anyway, you wouldn't be here. Exactly. Lovely team, lab. Another little silver lining right yeah. there. <laughs> well, thank you, thank you, Ed, again. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you, and we'll see you all soon.